I, I don't know, man. It's it's every obviously it's different for it's everybody. Just too much damn THC in this modern weed, man. man. It it packs up. Are we recording? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have been for a while. Oh we no, okay. I just I didn't know when to like exactly when we should like start talking about music and not weed. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Ryan back again with another episode. I would like to apologize for the delay. You know, when life happens, it just happens. And you don't really get a notification that shit's about to change. And so you have to backburn a few things. And unfortunately, some, you know, podcast sometimes has to suffer. But all is well on my side of the world these days. And I finally got back to this interview with Cezora, a five-piece outfit out of Burnett, Texas. I met with four of the five band members out at Dup Studios, this sick recording space off the beaten path in Burnett. Uh, I sat down with Spivey, Jake, Jacob, and Aaron, along with Jet, who helped produce this interview. And we talked about everything from the early days of parking lot shows in the early 20 teens, choosing your band name and some lyrics out of the dictionary, uh, to how cool Crossfade really is. Uh, these guys are just so wholesome and humble. Uh, their latest album, Pillars, is available wherever you get your music and is jam-packed with so much that it's it's just hard to describe. So I recommend you go give them a follow on whatever platform you choose and just hear it for yourself. And as always, shout out to my sponsors, Come and Take It Live and Come and Take It Productions, as well as BumperActive.com. If you are curious about what's coming up uh, show-wise, you can head over to comeandtakeitlive.com or comeandtakeitproductions.com and check out the calendar, give it a scroll. And if you are in need of some merch, uh, hit up Bumper Active and let them know that the podcast sent you. As always, support your local artists, venues, and companies. Buy the tickets from the bands. Uh, that money goes directly back into their pockets. And, uh, you know, buy a damn t-shirt or two. So, with all that said, here is Cezora. Shit. Okay, I guess we'll just kind of roll into it. What's up, everybody? Ryan, ATX Metal Podcast here at Dup. Dupe. Dupe. See, yeah. I, this is the second time. I thought it was Dup. It's Dup. I, you know, dup. I don't know. I what, just, what, Jet, what is it? We, we can't hear him. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm out of here. To the carnival. He's, he's just, like, I'm gone. Be he just hits hours. record. He's like, I'm going to get a funnel cake. <laughs> he's like, yo, press the space bar when you're finished. <laughs> Oh, man, but we're out here in this, I mean, lovely, lovely home studio. I'm I'm enjoying it because of the aesthetics of all the uh, acoustic treatment in here with the diffuser boards and everything, and it's just very, very fucking eclectic. Like, this is a sick, sick home studio. It's definitely, like I was saying earlier, how 
you get to someone's quote unquote home studio and typically it's a bedroom that's all done up nice but this is this is a this is legit like this is this is a whole ass first floor yeah this is a whole <laughs> yeah. ass first floor of 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 this place man but um i'm out here today in grand burnet texas hell yeah drinking right, liquid death and modellos like we should be uh mm -hmm. we'll just go around the room uh starting with you my man who you are what you do in the band and then we'll just kind of go from there my name's jake i play drums in the band <laughs> right on i'm aaron i play guitar and i do some of the production work uh, my name's jacob and uh i am the lead vocalist and frontman of this band I'm Trevor, and uh, I play guitar, do a little bit of vocalage, and cause a lot of trouble for the other dudes. Not just a little bit of vocalage. <laughs> Some vocalage. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, thank you very much for having me out here. This is, again, like I said, from going from, going from a studio at Chris's house to having to do everything out of my closet, and then graduated to half of my... Uh, my daughter's creative room, which is just our spare bedroom. And so I've completely taken over half the space and I'm slowly going to take over the entire space. She's I just like, have to it, figure Dad? out how to fight a 10 year old. Uh, yeah, you know? dude, my son's eight and he, he don't let me get away with nothing. I, no, dude, yeah. I got, do you have a, do you have a swear jar? So you're the only one with kids? Uh, yes. As far as I know, it, yeah. <laughs> as far as we know right now, we hope. Um, do you have a swear jar? No, I do not actually. Um, if no, uh, if my kid, I I'm kind of laid back when it comes to that. If my kids cuss at home, I don't really appreciate it. But you know, if they do it, I don't try to react to it too much. But I mean, I can't. I don't. I barely watch my own mouth, dude. Like no, that's what I was saying. The yeah. swear jar is for you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. no! I, then I might. I should probably try that. Yeah. yeah. So, so we're trying to teach the ten-year-old, right? The ten-year-old. Her name's Parker. <laughs> Not the ten-year-old. <laughs> um, trying to teach her how to save her money, and so every time, so basically, at the end of the year, inside of the swear jar, me and my wife are going to double that money. As, so whatever's in there, and she, I swear I think she goads me into like getting riled up, so I will so cuss, you'll cuss. <laughs> so I can put money in the swear jar, and then I mean she's just at like I'll just be in the house and she'll be like that's a dollar, <laughs> fuck that's five. She, <laughs> she probably hears you thinking a cuss she word. Does, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's definitely telepathically in tune with me. But uh, anywho, enough about me. Let's get to the music, man. I jammed pillars. The latest album, the only album, the only album, yeah, the only album out, yeah. But I want to get into the history of the band because you guys have been around for a while, yeah, right. Not enough to show for it, yeah. And this is still collectively the same lineup, right? Yes, still the same lineup. So that's I. We're missing Devin. He had to work today at the festival, so there was no way he could be here. But maybe we can go see him. We miss you, bud. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll get a funnel cake. No, actually, you know what? We probably better not bother him. He's probably yeah, yeah. He's a chef, and so oh, he's a chef. He's a chef. Yeah, so he's and he's working at a restaurant that's right on the square. So he's got a fourteen-hour shift today. Shout out to that man. Yeah. Do not end. So much love, though. So much love. I'm assuming he's the bassist. Yes. He is. He is okay. the he's the core. Lead bassist. He's, yeah, lead, lead bassist. <laughs> we play rhythm. Well, he he's the lead. he's the Got best you. guitar. Well, I wouldn't say the best guitarist. Him and Jacob are the rhythm section, right? And they're the best guitarists in the band. It's true. 
fact, all of our new material is actually more towards Jacob and Devin's riffs. Okay. So, because I think the very last show that I ever saw you guys do was at Dirty Dog. That was the last time I saw you guys live. Really? With him? Yes. Was he there? Oh. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that, I think yeah, that was he, the... He, uh... he, did a li- he did a live show of it, man. Oh, yeah. I yeah, recorded it. That's yeah, right. Yeah, it was was awesome. it the Kingside Records I think showcase? It might yeah. Yes, so. it was. Because that was the last show I think we played at Dirty Dog. Before yeah. they closed yeah. down yeah. R.I.P., Shout out man. to the fucking Dirty, Dirty Dog, Dog, man. I missed the hell out of that place. Guys. Apparently, there's a Dirty Dog 2.0. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like Rob, the guy that used to own... Well, was part owner, is owner. I can't remember how it all works out because there's so many hands in the cookie jar. Um. But, you know, Rob, the bartends at Come and Take It, um, he is looking to do Dirty Dog 2.0, I think like South Austin. So it's kind of in the works right now. Yeah, not... yeah, I think okay. he's just trying to find a space. But, you know, that's the one thing I loved about Dirty Dog is it's almost, it was almost like the hometown or the local show spot, you know? I mean, yeah. of course, there's plenty of venues around town yeah. to, <laughs> to, to, to handle that, but I feel like that was the place to go and i feel like come and take it's really stepped up to become that new home for us all to play yeah and you know and the one thing that i was having a conversation with somebody that they're like this is this is too big of a venue for locals i'm like are you fucking kidding me like please explain wait come and take it yeah being too big that i mean as compared to dirty they pack that shit out for some local showcases yeah i mean i wouldn't say it's even that big of a venue i think it's the perfect size honestly it's Great for big shows, small shows. It's too it's too big to house like uh, between the barrier to me because I remember I couldn't move at all. See, when, yeah, when they... <laughs> it does it does have its constraints. I yeah. mean, and yeah, you do have like the upstairs, but once the upstairs like railing gets filled up, you're just kind of like tiptoeing, like let me see. See, that didn't bother me. I went and saw the contortionist, and I was like balancing on the stairs, holding myself up with the <laughs> the air duct that was right, like, right there. And, it, you know, even though it was kind of weird and shifty, it was like a fantastic place and fantastic show. So, yeah, I that's that's why I've been uh, dealing with Come and Take It for so long as it's just Anthony Stevenson of Come and Take It Productions. You know, that's that's basically how I got my foot in the door to all the local shows is because he was the one booking all the local shows. And then we partnered up. But so ever since that last show you know, looking at your discography on Spotify, it goes back to 2018. And it was like single, single, that 2019, 2020, couple singles. And now in 2023, we have Pillars, which involves a lot of a uh, handful of those singles. Um, Completely re- retract and remixed. Okay, that, I was going to say, because I heard there was like slight differences. I was like, is this my car? That can't be. No, it, uh, there's vo- even slight differences in the lyrics, in the lyrics too. too. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> oh, so Pillars actually is a, uh, almost like a reimagining of some of the older material, but yeah. still has like the same core. <laughs> yeah, correct. I'm on, honestly, a lot of this music was written back in like, there's one song in the album that was written in 2013 when Aaron and I were in. A band called Persistence and Flames. Jacob too. Yeah, I Jacob. Was, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but well, so so well, I, I just said Aaron because like essentially the same we weren't really can playing. I can I can I say something on here? We weren't really fuck we, yourself. We weren't bro. really playing at the time, but it was just me and Aaron just just trying to write new music and so everything. Yeah, and so Clarity and Clarity and Southern came out of that. We time. actually played Clarity at our last Persistence and Flames show. Yeah. Did yeah. we? Yes, we did. Yeah. I, it's, it's on YouTube, man. So you could say that we're not really good at writing new tunes. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are just a couple of examples. Most of what you hear on the album is what we've written as a collective. 
I mean, maybe some of the riffs have been like recycled from the years of like, hey, you know, we haven't been doing anything. These are all the riffs I've got. These are all the riffs like Bivy's got. Him and I have been trying to start a band for for you know a pretty much our entire twenties, yeah. but it's really hard to do so Especially, in a small town. Yeah, yeah. When you don't have access to a lot of, I mean, there probably are a lot of musicians out here. You just don't really know each other because, like, everybody's hanging out in their yeah, bedrooms. These and guys that. have been like friends for as long as I've known them, and they have all played music for as long as I've known them. How old are you guys? Well, <coughs> go, yeah, go around. I'm 28. I'll be 29 next month. Uh, I'm. I just turned 31 last month. Okay, Aaron. I'm creeping in on 32 in a couple weeks. All right, and I'm. 27 gonna turn 28 he's the he's the young and 40 in august yeah i mean we've all been playing music together off and on since we were what 2009 yeah yeah 15 years old 2009 but y'all's first show was like maybe 2008 2008 2007 yeah about 15 years definitely wasn't 2007 because i was in seventh grade and i could barely play the bass like that (laughs) those old parking lot shows dude when you guys when you guys started when you guys were young so you you were like the last addition to cesora no, I technically mean. Well, Sozer didn't really start until I actually. So, like, we weren't doing anything musical, and our buddies in the Vinus were doing something. That's back when Angelo and Sarah were Shout the only two Vinus. two members, and uh, you know, so they were the only ones doing metal and burn it. And I was like, Oh, that's right. Yeah, kinda, what, it, yeah. It was like that. I think I can't remember when I saw them, but I remember. I walked in to come and take, was it coming? It, maybe it was. It was probably come and take come it. And t- yeah, it was come and take it because Sarah had her hat on. I guess that was her thing. Yeah. And they were like opening for Norma Jean or yes, something. Yes, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the show. And I was just like, who? Yeah, who's this? Who's this? <laughs> so, I mean, just, it was almost like, it was almost like a Texas country version of like the 69. You know, <laughs> or, like, 68? 68? or 68. 68, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that Nice. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> one is not gonna age well um but yeah the 68 it was just and i'd I'd never seen the 68 i was like what the fuck is happening here and it's just this crazy madness with two people and that's kind of the vibe i got the funniest thing about burn it we were like a mecca for metal music for a long like a good three or four years a lot of austin bands man it's actually where we met Corey. yeah rest um he yeah. used to play, yeah, uh, when Vegas attacks, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Or when Vegas attacked. And then, Corey, I love you. So, like, everybody, or a couple of members who were in Drip Fed, Skiles, and what's their bassist yeah, name? Oh, man. All these names are just. So I, don't, I don't remember their bassist name. The and cabaret. Yeah, I, I the can't, cabaret. The cabaret, yeah. yeah. The, what? They all used to be in a band together, I think. Like 2006. All the guys from, yeah. And, and then we they were in Thieves. All the guys from Mothman, right? Maybe not all. Maybe the bassist wasn't in the cabaret. cabaret. We might have just been Skiles and Andy. Andy is the Andy's the drummer. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's kind of how we got our our first start was by watching those guys play the pavilion shows and parking lot shows. Yeah, dude. And and we sucked, man. We were just, you know, we were just a bunch of little kids at the time, but these guys were kind of our inspiration, you know, because they'd come out. We had uh it's YMCA now, but it was it was the Galloway Hammond back then, you know, the little recreation center. Um, and, and we used to be able to rent out these pavilions in the back and just, uh, set up our own shows. And so these guys like set a flame, the cabaret, uh, bands like four glory, the capitals, they're from burn it. Um, 
you know, just some some really tight, badass, hardcore outfits from from Austin. From, you said fire, from fire from the gods, yeah, yeah fire from the gods, pre, uh, pre, yeah, pre, pre, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, back yeah. when they used to have a song that said like I don't wear skinny jeans and stuff like that. They used to be like super metalcore, man, like yeah. super metalcore. Like Chris oh, Marcus days, like, they were they were so they were awesome. I just I I didn't know that that many bands were either from or hailed from or were related to Burn It. Yeah. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah. And, I, I've, and I, I've lived out, I've lived just in Liberty. Not, it's technically like I'm not in the city limits of Leander or Liberty Hill. I'm in like this weird little, like if you look on a map, it's like the Bermuda Triangle of unincorporated area. Like if I have to call 911, a sheriff is going to show up, not not a local town cop or, or like Leander police. Okay. Liberty so it's still, it's still kind of rural, you know? Like yeah. I mean, when I first moved there, um, <laughs> In 2015, there was nothing on the north side of 183. And in eight years, there are now four subdivisions, two elementary schools, a plaza, like a little, like all the frontage road plaza stuff. Mm -hmm. And now they are building apartments behind my house, which is in between the frontage road and like the back wall of the perimeter of the property, I guess. There used to be a, a house, you know, like a house, like, any pick a house down this road to get here and that was like one of the that was what was behind me dude had goats uh uh horses cows and i was like this is perfect yeah you know it's like it's the country living that i grew up in in north carolina the middle of north carolina but also had that closeness to city life and it was like the perfect balance but now it looks like we can say goodbye to that yeah, it's just, gone. just straight <laughs> city it's now. fucking gone dude and so you know there's a house up on the top of the hill that's for sale that uh, I'm going to look at just because I want to. And it's so crazy. It's like I want to get away from all of the busyness, but I also still want to be like a part of it. Yeah. yeah. And so hearing that Burnett used to be this kind of like un not unknown, but this known source of local music, especially like the style of music. I'm having a hard time computing that in my head because it doesn't match what's happening out here right now. Because it's like, yeah, hell yeah, boy, like, come on down to Burner and uh, you know, like, not to like oh, disparage that, anybody, that, but I, it's no, that's that's kind of how it's always been. Yeah, don't get it wrong, but I mean, when we were kids, it was just like I don't know, it. There was just a force of people. That yeah, I mean, we had group. all these kids who were just small all, community. Yeah, of, small community that um, wanted to play. You know, Marble, Fa Marble Falls, Marble Creative Falls dude, helped us out a lot too. You know, um, they they had a lot of metal coming out of their scene. Yeah, Devin was in a band called uh, Caviezel out yeah. of Marble Falls, and I can't remember who was in Caviezel, but uh, I want to say their vocalist, Shredward. Shredward was yeah. in Caviezel. Yeah, there That's you go. Shred Shredward. Yeah. Yeah. Is it that like? Edward Brayliff. Yeah. Yeah. Edward yeah. He did the mastering on our on our album. So we kind of kept it in the family because he also he he kind of helped teach Devin how to play some really some of the really cool stuff he knows how to do, and then in turn yeah and in turn he's taught us how to play a whole lot of cool stuff. So he's like our granddad of guitar. Sort nice. Of. Yeah, they call him Shredward, man. And he's Marble. I mean, obviously he still exists. Yeah. So like I guess I guess he went to school in Marble Falls. I'm not really sure. Um, Jet would be able to tell you, but uh, yeah, they ran a band called Caviezel, which I know was based out of Marble Falls. So that's probably. 
I should talk into the mic here. Yeah, I was going to tell you. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was like, I, you like were 30 minutes in, and he's like, maybe I should talk into the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I've totally lost what, what I was going to say. But um, oh, yeah, there were, there were quite a few bands, like Elias Grimm. Oh, yeah. Bryce, Shout out to Jared you, Bryce you know, if he's going to watch uh, this, you know. Thank Oh, we're just a bunch watch, of listen, whatever. We're dude. a bunch of punk ass kids who couldn't afford to, you know, drive out to to Austin. But you know, yeah, I mean, those were the, the those were the glory days, though. That was all just DIY. I mean, it was all for fun, man. It was so we so we do it in the like at, at Galloway Hammond. We do it in those pavilions. You know, we have those shows in the pavilions, and then there was this place called Blues Ice Cream Shop, Ooh. which it, had, it was a little plaza now, right square. where the Circle K is now in town, and oh, yeah. uh, we we'd set up shows there. Just in the parking lot. And just do a parking lot show? Yeah, uh, that's actually where we met a lot of connections, like uh, Rafe from Insurgents. Oh, uh, shout out to Rafe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he, he was in a band called A War Between, Between Oceans. Oceans. Yeah. And oh, him and Scooter Beats. Beats. Yeah, Scooter, oh, Beats. Man, Scooter yeah. Beats. Scooter's playing country now. Yeah, he plays Red Dirt Country, man. Yeah. They all had that group. I wasn't. I was nowhere near. <laughs> so Jacob's from Lano, which yeah. is like yeah, that's even... A, that's a, I know... That's why like I can't said, read. <laughs> He's like, I just hear beats in my head. I don't know anything else. But now I um I I clean pools out in Marble Falls. So right when I get to my furthest, I guess, client, it says Lano 24. It's like off of 71. Yeah. I turn off that road. Oh, going towards like Horseshoe Bay? Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, I, yeah right at Horseshoe Bay. They have some clients out there. Um, if anybody is uh listening that has a pool, holler at me. There's so many pools out here, dude. Dude, yeah, I know that's you shouldn't I mean, have you shouldn't have a here. problem. No, I mean and, and <laughs> above we're, ground and, pools. And just, and just as like a side thing, kind of like I know this is gonna be like a really weird like comparison, but how you're saying like you guys were just like kids growing up in the parking lots and you know, over the years now like now look at you, you know what I mean? I've been working as a pool boy for about a year and have just been like learning, learning, learning. I mean, anybody can really do it. It's, 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 you know, netting and emptying skimmers. It's, it's, it's one of the most relaxing jobs, but when it comes down to like the water chemistry, so like you guys are talking about all these people that, you know, brought you into the fold, like there's a lot of chemistry going on with you guys. And it, it just goes to show that if you keep, you keep pursuing and keep pushing that, you know, you'll get, you'll get something out of it, you know, yeah. you'll, 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 you'll get to that point that you want to be at in life. And like, I guess the, the comebacks what I'm trying to get at is like, I'm trying to start my own pool company because looking at the water chemistry and the balance, like the number one thing is like safety swimmer, swimmer safety, making sure that your kids can like, no, or yeah. anybody really can get in the pool and, yeah. you know, take a gulp and not die. <laughs> but yeah, I was going to say chlorine burns went out after the first world war, I think. Yeah. Chlor chlorine. Yeah. That's that. Uh, I mean, you mix up some muriatic acid and, and some uh, chlorine, you got like cyanuric chloride. It's, it's definitely a gas that you don't want to fuck with. A anyway, sorry. That was very, that was very, very weird uh, <laughs> tangent there. Uh, if you want your pool cleaned, right. Fucking call me. <laughs> yeah. And if you want, some sexy music you call these guys um so parking lot parties did you guys have to get like permits or the cops no, like, like the just... approval the i think, I think we'd follow the sound ordinance yeah well, we had to the turn end, off we would at a certain time start going towards to the when like 
because blues was ran by the owner of the place yeah. but when we started doing up uh, pavilion shows again we would like go to the police station and let them know we were going to do it and go talk to all the neighbors i think we would area. get a permit on a couple of them because we well, had a couple benefit shows down, we started trying to play by their rules so they yeah. wouldn't shut us down anymore or we did just well, at least let, let, let we, we'd let them know for the hunter uh, for the hunter uh hunter uh, colvin yeah the jb uh one uh that that benefit show, I do remember we had to go and get a permit for that one and stuff, but that one turned out to be a huge event. That was a good one. Still a good that was a that was that's one that's planted in my brain. What was special about it? Just it, it just was, the way it transpired. And, yeah, the transpire, well, the amount of people that was there. Um, the history of it is we had a couple really good buddies in high school and they had passed away in a car accident and it was it was really sudden and you know, we were trying to find ways to help with the talents we had. Right. It's like, well, let's, you know, we're And they were both musicians, shows. keep in yeah. mind. They were both oh, musicians. Okay. Both, yeah, yeah, sorry. And so it's like, you know, well, we play shows anyway. Let's try to, we try to go out of our way this particular time to, like, get sponsors to help pay for the pavilion and stuff so that we could put any money that we made back towards the families. Right. Yeah, and it was one of those shows that, like, we didn't really expect too much out of it, but it no. got quite a bit and we ended up actually having to print a banner because we got enough sponsors to where it's like well we need a banner that's cool yeah it, it hood sponsored us for that that was awesome nice. shout out to hood yeah you want some cool games get some stuff from hood's games and things magic <laughs> two locations kingsland texas marble falls texas and we just hoods that's hoods games and things yes we should just clip that. Good yeah. people. Just put, it at the front, <laughs> just put it at the front of all the interviews. They didn't. They didn't sponsor us, but we're gonna talk about them anyways. We're gonna give them a shout out. We'll sponsor them. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We'll sponsor them. Yeah. So from parking lot parties and 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 basically benefit shows and everybody coming together, how did? I mean, how is the band today? Is it is it different from the band back then? Oh, I mean, I know yeah. you oh have yeah. Like, Very much so. You have a you know a new member. Well, so it's, it's, and it's not even the same band. It's just me, Jacob and Aaron that are from that band, Persistence and Flames. Right. Totally terrible name. My bad, dude. I I came up with that name. Persistence and Flames. He just walks into the room. He's like, dude, (laughs) fucking got it. Doesn't it sound like, sound like something you'd make up in eighth grade? It was, but it was. So here's the thing. I, at that, at that moment in time, I remember, did you guys remember Fear Before the March Flames? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, um, I I just love that band so much at that time. So that- he he walks into the Caddyshack, our jam space at the time, and this motherfucker's like, "Guys, I got it. Stand before the line of fire." And like we didn't listen to Fear before. Okay, you know we were a lot younger, and so we did, we were just like, "Hell yeah, fire!" <laughs> yeah, fire, <laughs> fire burns. So, so yeah, and then it was like two weeks later. And I'm like, if I finally catch on, I'm like, Jacob, you motherfucker. <laughs> Come on, dude. And so we're just looking through the dictionary, trying to find words that sound cool. We didn't even spell persistence, right? Wait, straight up. You you picked your band name out of a dictionary? Hell yeah, dude. No, this, this dude's famous for this. <laughs> yeah, he'll he, go through he, the source. Like, if you listen to our lyrics, he didn't know half the words, words before he wrote them. them. He doesn't use them. <laughs> He doesn't use them in real life. No, no, no. We've been trying to play a game making him use those words in real life. Oh I mean, my. some of them will stick with me, but... Recalcitrant? What the yeah. does that even okay, mean? Yeah, I swear, I was like, as the... I, I can't remember what song it is, but I heard... Like, that was one word out of all the yeah. whole album. I'm like... That's not shit you hear. I was like, recalcitrant? 
Did he just use that word? <laughs> what, Holy shit. Yeah. What this guy is really trying to do is like, I'm just trying to he convey. May, he tries to make us sound smarter than what we really no, are. It's, okay, maybe it is a little bit of pretentiousness, but in my defense, I'm trying to find the syllables that'll flow with how I think the vocals should flow on top of the guitar work. Okay. You know? So I'm trying to find just whatever I'm trying to convey, I need to find a word. And and a lot of the times, dude, you you know, you have to really dig and dig into some like archaic vocabulary. It's super fun. I I love that he does that. I think it's super cool. cool. You know, you know it, except when it's the day of tracking. It's like, hey guys, change the lyrics again. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. and, and none of us oh, know this yeah. word. I want to try to put recalcitrant in the track, and you guys are just like, what the fuck oh, does yeah, that, that even mean? Yeah. I'm glad that was his part that he had to do that because I was just like, nah. We were actually trying to go for kind of a robot voice there, but in the end, we just uh, ended up using his normal voice. But it was uh, it was going to be a trippy whole little. Thing. Yeah, I was upset, man, because I thought we were going to actually keep I, it. Because yeah, I thought we, we were tried, like, we tried to tweak what? it a little bit. It's but fine. It, it, you were working that day, and the, I, I didn't want to make any, a decision about that. So I was like, okay, well, we'll just go with normal. Okay. Uh, and just for those listening, if you haven't already Googled it or hit the WebMD, WebMD, Web, Webster's Dictionary, uh, recalcitrant is an adjective that is having an ostensibly, ostensibly uncooperative attitude toward authority or discipline. Yeah. yeah. So I could totally see how that fits in to the music that you guys make. That's kind of what that song was about. It was just like not really paying attention to not 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 really having any having any like self discipline. And uh which song is it on? It's Pillars. Pillars. Yeah. Yeah. Cause and that's like that the way. first half of this song. Cause we you know, we've had some some turmoil here and there. You know, just like any band does, but we've all known each other for so long. And so some things will happen and uh, somebody doesn't show up and <laughs> somebody. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so that was just kind of like a, like the first half of that song was kind of kind of an apology, not only to myself, but like everybody else. And then the latter half was like, he just you know, totally outed himself. OK, because I was like, who didn't show up? Who's yeah. somebody. And then he's like, I'm, I made it to apologize, you know? Yeah. And so like the, the latter half of the song is just kind of like, you know, we found this this commonality in the in the sound we're creating, you know. And so when I deviate from, you know, being disciplined enough to to kind of want to really stick with it, you know, then I kind of think about that. Like okay. how cool it is that five guys can come together and, you know, just create something out of thin air. Yeah. Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just tried to get all deep there, but you're welcome. <laughs> I, I I told you not to do that. <laughs> I told you not to do that. He, Sorry, it's the, the Modelo. Day, it's the Modelo, man. I, I straight up, I like the other day, me and him were sitting outside and, and we were talking about the interview that we were going to be having. I was like, don't you, don't you do it, dude? Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, brother. Do you? I, Recalcitrant, I, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I really. I, this is why I love doing in-person interviews is, is like, you know, I don't think I could ever pull something like that. I mean, I, if I worked hard enough, I could, but it, it just, you get, you get in here and you like, you guys create some really good music in here, you know, or, or you create the music out, I would assume elsewhere, but bring it in here to, yeah. to, you know, perfect it. Yeah. Um, And that, I think that's huge that you kind of took a shot at yourself and then put that in the music. That's literally what most like. So I I didn't write the lyrics to two songs on the album, and that's Clarity and Southern Lights. 
the rest of the lyrics really pertain to just kind of like self-reflection and just noticing all these things that you don't like about yourself and just, yeah, you want to out yourself. You want to be honest about it because you can't really change without that, you know? No, you, yeah, you can't you, move forward without recognizing your, your own faults and shit. And you definitely don't want to be the kind of person who's pointing the finger at everybody else and blaming them. Oh, you know? Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, so like I go to therapy, um, to, because we're, we're becoming a foster home. My, we're taking, we're, wow. take, we're taking in our, our niece who hasn't had the, uh, the best go at parents. Um, so we had to go through all this training and, just sit through some stuff that you know exists, but then you hear it from a uh, foster counselor or someone with, you know, the information that they're trying to tell you, like, hey, if the child presents these um, attitudes, then it's probably stemming from this, this, and this. And you're just like, how the fuck do people do this to children? But anyway, that's not yeah. That's not the point I'm trying to make. Um, I've realized that I have. It's not that I have an anger problem because everybody that knows me is like, you know, like, dude, you're one of the nicest people I know, and you're always smiling, and and it's like, yeah, that's me outside of my house. But then me inside, inside, inside my house. Not that it's completely night and day, but the therapist said that that's where I feel safe to let those emotions go. Yeah. And I've realized that. So I've been picking up on my triggers and then when it's my kid, so my 10 year old, (laughs) when it's Parker, (laughs) the 10 year old, the villain name, she gets frustrated at the work and then she wants to shut down. And then I get frustrated at her for getting frustrated, for getting frustrated because I know she can do it. And then that frustration when I tell her, hey, okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Come on, let's do this. Then it's like that anger turns or the frustration turns to anger. Then I like, I yell or raise my voice or, you know, go to your room or actually be like, go to your goddamn room. That's a dollar, you know? (laughs) And so now that I've been able to talk to someone outside of my house, outside the person that is completely unobjective towards me, has been able to show me those things. And so, I mean, putting your faults on display, I think is huge. And, and it just, it allows you to kind of like, all right, that's, that's over. Yeah. And now you've kind of cleared it out of, you know, what used to be you. And now you have this, this new version. Well, we're still working on it. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, He's like, I've got one more so lyrics, perfect guys. now. Yeah. I, like, and I think that's oh. kind of, a th- I can't, you know, just being in a band in general, not it's a lot hard. of people have creative outlets that, and I think that's what a lot of people don't understand about heavier music too. People who don't listen to heavier music, that, that it's a creative outlet that you can express all of that negati- negativity and just kind of let it seep out of you and turn it into something positive. You know, as corny as that sounds, because like everybody said that in a oh, podcast, no, probably, no, you know, but it's, it's true, though, but it's therapeutic for us. I mean, that, it is at yeah. least for me. That's why I do this. I, I, I don't know where I heard it from. Who yeah. said it when I heard it. But they but the comment was, you know, why do men start podcasts? It's <laughs> because it's cheaper than therapy. Yeah, OK, just think about how how relaxed you feel when yeah. you're hanging out with your bros 
just really just hanging out. Yeah. And that's what we're doing right now is we're just, we're just hanging out. Yeah. And over the conversation, just shit comes out. And at the end you're like, damn, I did not know. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. I honestly, I was nervous before this, nah. you know, just cause I, I don't get out much. And, uh, you know, now as soon as it started, you know, the nerves go away and I'm nervous to play before any show. Right. You know, I mean, that's, I that's just, I, I just have that nervousness inside of me. It's that, it's that social anxiety and. Well, that's just know. human nature for us it because, really you know, is. I mean, we get up there and then when we're up there, I mean, it's all eyes on us. Yeah. Number for one that fear. Moment. And yeah. yeah. And yet. Public speaking. Like it, me as a frontman, like. I'm I'm still an extreme introvert. Like when I'm off stage, completely different person. Just flip a switch. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of people think I'm a dickhead when I get off stage, but it's just I'm 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 can be really reserved. I've been working on it a lot lately, though. That's why I'm not like super nervous in here today. It was just one of those things because I've told myself I'm gonna be me unapologetically. Like, yeah. For the rest of it. And that's just how everyone needs to be throughout life. Yeah. Because that's the real raw energy, you know, everybody but, can tell when you're faking it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's just human nature to get nervous and get all that reservedness in you, especially in that moment. I mean, I guess some people are different, but I know you and I are like that. And especially if one little thing goes wrong on stage, we tend to kind of shut down yeah, and little, let that one thing kind of just ruin the demeanor for the rest of the show. We really Sorry, haven't guys. played too many shows <laughs> as a band. <laughs> yeah. So like we're, we're still kind of finding our, and you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and admit this. Like we didn't have a lot of the lyrics written. So Jacob would you have to, son of a bitch. <laughs> he would have to just kind of ad lib on stage. And so, you know, when you, when you don't have all wait, of that figured out. Freestyling. Wait, wait. Yes. I'm hearing yeah. this right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You sang on stage to like a three quarter done song yeah, lyric. You're giving us that. You're giving us that much credit. These guys have no quarter. Well, sometimes you guys would be like, "Well, we need a song to fill. We need a song to fill the fucking uh, the place that or the set list." And uh, we'd put one in, and I'd just be like, "All right, time to shine. See what I can come up with." Yeah, See? he's up there screaming atmosphere lyrics, dude. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> No, I'm really excited though for when we get back to playing because now that we actually have all the lyrics done, we have all the lyrics. The guys, they have yeah, all yeah, the yeah. lyrics. Well, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> I promise. There's still like this hanging question. Mark, like, do yeah, we there's a, there's a. Are we gonna remember unless, words like recalcitrant? There's a, there's <laughs> a really funny video. To up again, but you know, uh, there's, there's gonna be a certain level of confidence that he'll be able to more exude because he actually knows what he's doing now. Has a has. His his place is like now. I've I've really got you know words to say. Well, and yeah. so you said the last time you saw us was at the Dirty Independence Dogs. Brewing. No, Dirty Dog. Dirty oh, Dog. Dirty Dog. Yeah. I, okay. I filmed it. That that was thanks actually. For, thanks for listening. Once but again. you also filmed. You also filmed the there time we played at it. Indie Brewing, and uh, that, that was, was our first show with Jacob. Wait, was Tr was Chernobyl on that one? No, no. but uh, Isonomist. Oh yes, Isonomist. And, and who bear. else? The bear. The bear. Yeah. yeah the okay. Bear, yeah. Of course. Yeah, you want to go to uh, ATX Metal Podcast YouTube channel and just uh, cruise around. There's a lot of old shit on there. That was kind of, that was like one of the... You actually got a good handful of videos of us if you scroll back far enough. There's, on your Facebook page, I yeah. think a lot oh, more. Oh, yeah, now that's where, yeah, I would do like Facebook Live or yeah. I would just record straight to my phone and then just let it fly. But then I realized that I was doing a disservice to the bands because the <laughs> the microphone on the iPhone 8, you know, wasn't that impressive so it just sound like 
blown out garbage. Uh, but I do, I really do miss, I really do miss getting, uh, footage from, from local shows or just local bands in general, because I think that is one of the, I guess, one of the better catalysts to, you know, because people are, vis- I mean, for the most part, listening to something is one thing, but watching it, especially live, um, is a totally different totally different vibe yeah and if you can i always say like if i like the music audibly then i have to go see it live and if you can hit it 85 90 percent to what i heard on the album i'm buying a t-shirt okay. you know what i mean oh, like, yeah because to go from studio setting where you can make all of these infinite changes mm-hmm. you can do it over and over and i mean didn't you guys go out to noise factory no, we have we did. Uh, Vinus did. Vinus. Okay, I was, I was like, I remember. I think I saw the Noise Factory sticker, but you know, in, in any studio setting, even if it's just at your house, you can do take after take after take after take after take. But you hit the stage, and it's like, I only got one shot. And so if you could, and I, everybody's human. You know, I understand that. You know, maybe the backtrack didn't kick in, or maybe your amp took a shit, or the pedal fucked up, or something. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, well, how do they recover? Cause I've, you know, I've judged plenty of shows and I'll see some people fuck up, but then they'll recover really, really. Yeah. So see, if you give that mistake too much power, man, it'll fucking eat you alive. Yeah. You know, which I've, I only know that because I've let it, I've let it happen to me so many times. I think it, and I think it translates in, like you were saying earlier, like into life as well. Like if you, like we're, the reason that we're still here just as a human species is because of mistakes yeah you make a mistake you learn from it you don't and let natural it... selection yeah <laughs> yeah and shout out to darwin <laughs> so, go darwin um but yeah if you if you make a mistake that's that's good like it's good to fail you know, it's yeah good, it's good to make a mistake but it's it's the how you recover from it so yeah when you make a mistake on stage like i've heard some terribly tuned guitars yeah and they thought they were just periphery 5.0 oh you know and i really it, and i i was like you know what checking the box for confidence mm-hmm. but take that shit to the two like take it to right. the <laughs> yeah. don't well, don't don't buy a 300 ibanez yeah, right? <laughs> next well, we time got, and i might be this might be just for me personally but uh uh while we've been kind of working on the album and we we did play some shows last year uh we did get our in-ear monitor rig together and uh, so we've been playing to the click a lot more. And for me personally, like I am, I'm a magnet to the quick click. I have got to have it. And if I don't, then I mean, I can still do it, but right. just, I feel like I play better to the click. I mean, that's you as well. Yeah, right. me too. I, so, I, I personally, that thing helps me out so much. It used to be. See, he's giggling over there. He, he hates him. He hates it. He hates it. I don't like it for a live setting, See, man. For well, me, can you though, take it out though? I can take it out. Okay. But yeah. there are some instances like where, we, where I start the song. With my guitar, so I'll have to rely on a couple clicks from Jacob, and you know that's just something we have to work out and practice. And my main thing is, is that I haven't bought um, good enough headphones, you know. Yeah. So the the sound like it just doesn't sound good enough. And when 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 I'm on stage and my tone isn't right, dude. Oh. Oh yeah. Yes. Well, and see, and that's the thing with our with our in ears and stuff. We're not hearing our actual tone. We're we're hearing kind of a tone, but it's more cut up. 
it's not so good sounding so that we can hear it in the mix of everything else. Right. So you kind of have to assure yourself <laughs> that, it's the line six that yeah. whoever's running the, the mixing <laughs> board, you know, shout out to Juice. Juice is, uh, he's mixed a, a lot of our shows. Yeah. Uh, Taylor our, from Paula is. He did yeah, he, he's, yeah, he, he did, did our last show. show. Yeah. 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 Shout out to dude. him, dude. That is my dude. Any of, any of the live sets that we've recorded from Come and Take It that are technically live streams, but I just, we're calling them live sets. Uh, he, he basically took it from the board and mixed it even further for live streaming and then took it back to his house and then fixed it or not fixed it, but produced it for a live set yeah. video. Like he, he, that's not just the raw audio. It, yeah. It's not board. just the raw audio. It's, it's the raw audio into the front of house from front of house up to his mixer from his mixer. He tweaked it for live streaming first so that when we were streaming it, people were like, Oh, this, I mean, and I would check in in the chat, like, how does it sound? And they're like, this is probably the best live stream audio I've ever heard. Damn. You know, like, oh, hell yeah. Shit, okay. And then he took it and then stripped, not stripped it, but, you know, did the, the Titan audio thing. And so everything that you hear that's live from Come and Take It is produced, mix mastered, mix master produced by uh, Titan Audio, which is Taylor Anderson of Paula. But, and wasn't wasn't Taylor kind of doing some work in in uh, the Noise Factory? Yep, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's kind of where Taylor's in Aerial now. Isn't yes, he's also yeah. In, yeah. Shout out to Aerial. Shout out to Taylor. Yeah, shout out Taylor. to Taylor. <laughs> yeah. That's our. I think we said that three times. but yeah. he can never get enough. Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. He actually helped. Uh, I went to him for some advice while we were working on trying to get our drum tones and stuff, and he actually helped uh, a little bit. He gave us a couple he, of samples to listen to. He the one thing that he likes or loves to do is help make it sound good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I mean, the other day we were at, uh, was it the, the catch your breath until I wake dark divine show. Never rest was there and a band called hopeful. And we were just like, I could hear, you know, when the bass is so thick, it just like, you can hear like the string, like not chugging, but, you can hear it coming. It's like this metallic bite yeah, like, to it, you know? Yeah. You know, and I looked at Taylor. I was like, man, how do we, how do you fix that? He's like, that's just his tone, bro. Yeah. I was like, it's okay. But, you know, like just simple stuff like that. And then he said, hey, man, like he, and he'll always just kind of mention to me, like, do you hear this? You know, like, th and then as soon as he says it, it's like this switch get turns on in my head. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. How, how do you fix that? Oh, man, you just got to do this, this, and this. So, if anybody ever wants just advice on how to have a live set or just general, general improvement, if you think that your shit is solid, send it. To, I'm not. I'm, I, he's probably gonna get like. Better 14, hope your shit is solid. Fourteen you know? <laughs> emails. Ryan, fuck you for sending people my way. But well, and that was the you know that's the fun part about making this album was you know we got we got advice from Taylor a little bit. And like we we had a whole lot of our friends help us with this. Like we had Paul come in and, and Paul and Andy came and did Dude, some yeah, from we, the Connie store. We've basically not talked about your music at all. So let's let's actually talk about your music. Okay. And all right. Let's do it. Who 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 you guys had involved? I mean, I like so far I can see three three bands or three band members or mm -hmm. I guess three members from other bands that are on the track or yes. that are on the album. Yes. So just, yeah, you guys take it away.
way. Man. So that back in 2019, we had a couple of rap scallions in the audience. And this is before Jacob was uh, our vocalist. I'm sorry, rap scallions? Rap scallions. Do you see? There is that a word? Again. Recalcitrant? <laughs> yeah, recalcitrant. Some critters. But they were, they, were, they were like some of the only dudes in the audience like cheering us on. And uh, they, they seemed to really be digging it. And um, this was back when I was doing all the vocal duties. And I was ad-libbing. I didn't have any lyrics. I, was, <laughs> I wouldn't even say words. So anyways, after the show... These two guys come up to us, and it's Andy Sadler and Paul Boudreau from Conningsore. And uh, they're just w giving boys. us praises, man. And they just seem like happy-go-lucky, hilarious dudes. I had no you idea know? they were musicians. Dude, Conningsore is like the epitome of just what you see on stage versus what you see off stage. Yeah. yeah. It's, and they're so nice. Shit, I'm repping them right now. Yeah, I mean. They're a bunch so of goofs, Power man. Trip, Conningsore. Master, Master Roshi. Roshi. Okay, and then I've got Never Rest. What do you got? You've got Doom. MF Doom, dude. Doom? All right, so nice. Nice. I'm a nerd. You're giving me, you're giving me like, shirt. I am Kublai Khan vibes with your hair <laughs> and that Power Trip sweater. You would think that, but he's absolutely nothing I like, like Kublai Khan. I like I am, too, actually. I just don't really listen I mean, to both yeah, of them. I, yeah, I, the lead singer from I am has a, a, he's definitely, you could be a distant cousin or potentially like, a brother to that dude, just the way you look right now. I'm the uh, I'm the generic brand. <laughs> the- <laughs> like no, we have that like I'm the Walmart version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So can we? Have but that yeah, but yeah, but anyway, yeah, yeah. We knew we had, we wanted a cameo at that point. We weren't really sure yet, but at some point we reached out to Paul and he was like, I knew oh, I absolutely. wanted Paul's vocals on this album. Yeah. He was like, absolutely, and like, it, so it's like at that point we we definitely planned to have him do that. Um, and he brought along Andy. Yeah, Andy, yeah. We didn't even know Andy was coming. And then Andy came in and did some lows under Paul's highs. And we were just goofing around. Okay, that was my question. Good. So did so Andy didn't do any drums? No, no. no, no. no. Okay, because I was like, that's very that that would be a hard one to pull off. Like, yeah, so that'd I mean, be fun for live. That you, would be fun yeah, to yeah, do yeah. live. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing I was thinking was like, holy shit, you've got Paul and Andy on this, you know, kind of like stepping out into you know another another music world or another yeah. not music world but um and just a whole nother kind of different project than what they're right doing. another right. vibe of music a little different style just a every, little bit you know everybody has not everybody but the majority of musicians have other projects yeah. yes um which i think is cool because that kind of puts you into this world of okay i like a little bit of this i like a little bit of that but you can also I mean, with today's music, it's, I personally think, like, yeah, the, the standard genres are there, but outside of that, I mean, you look at, like, you know, oh, our music, if you like, it's metal, core, jimp, progressive, post-hardcore, indie pop, and you're like, hmm, fuck it, hit play. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, and it was it was really fun. We did all of Paul's parts, and, of course, he absolutely slayed it. Right. Yeah. And, uh... While having a migraine, did you do it here? It was, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He so came in here, standing right now. But by that point, we were kind of at the end of our day, and then, and you know, we had some goof time. So uh, we, you know, Andy's like, "Well, can I go in there and just, you know, try some lows or something?" I was like, "Hell yeah, get in there!" And Andy was like, "He he seems to be really involved in the recording process, even if it's not him recording." He was having fun the whole time. Oh yeah, here, and he would so. sit in here while Paul was doing his vocals, you know, and he just kind of wanted to give some input here and there and just be able to, I guess, I don't know if he had any headphones on, but he was just listening to the pitch of Paul's voice 
so he when could kind of long enough, give them, you know. Him, you know. Yeah, like. I was going to say, maybe he was, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you play with somebody for so long and you, especially it, it, you, they, where they practice that too, yeah. you, know, you, you can hear when something's not right or when it can be better, or when it actually is over the top, like, hey, man, you know, dial it down. So that I think that's cool. It's, well, so, yeah, and so was, Paul was having a little bit of trouble with uh, the uh, the time signature, I guess, just because we hadn't done any practice with that with his line, you know, so he was coming into it all fresh and all new. Blind. Well, we had sent him the track, but I mean, oh, okay. right there in I think we sent him the track like a couple days before. Yeah, or just something. a couple days before with Spivey doing the lyrics. Because I hadn't finished over. the lyrics, and I've been, yeah, you know, I'm a procrastinator. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to wait until the last fucking moment. But, you uh, know, going to wing it, Paul. Whatever you it, want. It, it, yeah. was, it was such a crazy but hectic day because we actually had Corey come in the same day. So it was like Corey, Paul, never and, rest. Yeah. We didn't yes. think that one through, really. We probably should have separated them on yeah, days, you know, to just give still, the, an adequate yeah, amount of time. it still came out pretty damn good. Yeah, I'm, I'm real happy with yeah. it. But Corey came in first and he slid. And then while he was he was in here working on the, his parts for Pillars, Paul and Andy showed up. And then there was like a good loss of an hour where we were all just hanging out and having a good time, powwowing. And then that's good. But yeah, no, how do you we, not with all those guys? I mean, yeah, how, yeah, if with that, with that combination of people, like, absolutely, if you didn't hang out and shoot the shit, I it, think what's you the point? Yeah. Have to be chastised was another word for you. Well, that we were having Jacob's birthday party that day, too. It wasn't his actual birthday, oh, but yeah. then yeah, we all yeah, went and hung out, out over his house. And oh, oh, they, oh, you left here and went to his house. Yeah, that was oh, okay. Yeah, that was, was like, after damn. that. Just, it was a busy day for them. Just yeah. throw a party and then just call it a you right. know a, a jam session. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I would like you know the point on all that was trying to have as much of our friends involved while it's still being like it's it's our album, but you know we didn't want them just like hog all the fun and you know we called we have another guy Skylar Bagby, and I guess he would be technically considered because before this project was officially a project, we tried to do another band. Mm-hmm. And he was our vocalist for that band, and that's where he, we we were trying to use Southern Lights and Clarity at that point, and so that's where the lyrics had come from. And when we decided we were gonna, because we never played any shows or anything with that right. project, so it's like we we didn't want to get rid of those songs. They were great songs, and it's like, but do we want to rewrite the lyrics? Because we already have some really good lyrics. And then when we decided against doing that, it's like, well, why not just ask him to come and do some of his old yeah. parts you know and yeah so. instead of instead of taking away from his spotlight in those we decided to have him in on them yeah. so and you can tell those songs are just like super vocally busy but when skyler you know had those lyrics back in the day i didn't want to deviate from those because it just kind of it, it felt right a lot they're, of the times i don't lyrics. i don't want the vocals to overshadow the guitar work or anything you know i want it to be kind of a, a good balance but i think those songs even though they were a little too busy, I think it still had that good well, balance. Having multiple vocalists instead of one vocalist trying to do it all, that really made it, it, it helped. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? It's uh, it recalcitrant. Helped. <laughs> <laughs> it just really, it really helped find a balance because uh, Skylar's vocal uh, vocal range is also in a different place. Symbiosis. Symb- yeah. Symbiosis. Symbiosis. Then, yeah, his vocal place vocal range is in a different place than Jacobson. Well, I guess Spivey's is pretty close when he screams, but so it like it helped add a different layer to to those vocally. I can say that y'all's music is definitely from it I guess it's kinda like I still had the old band. Like what I like the last thing I saw was what was still stuck in my head. And then listening to pillars it's still there 
but it's something way better. I mean, the amount of just kind of like there's so much there's so much in that in 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 the in the album like metacursed or i think just like the cleans and the ambient but it's not like the metalcore ambient it's it's maybe more like like progressive instrumental kind of vibes you know and then it comes in and then it either has a hard stop and just switches over to this craziness which is what i'm used to and then there's like these i mean it's there's so much jam packed into this album that it's like there's it it could cover a lot of it has a lot of variety i guess what i'm trying to say and there was something for everybody yeah it's not just a hardcore band or it's not, and that's what yeah. i'm saying like today's music yeah you could you could pigeonhole it mm-hmm. and say well for fans of but the fact that I feel like that's kind of going out the window and it's, do you like music? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Listen to our music. <laughs> yeah. you know, like, I love that. It, it's not, it's not. And we have such a vast pool of influence to draw from too. Cause we all listen, we all have like our, uh, like groups of bands that we all like together, but then we're all in different places right. with yeah. some other stuff as well. well let's, let's do that. Let's go around the room and, and just kind of like, this get a feel for like your personal taste because mm. I know we've been going for like what hour and some change now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe maybe a little less because we had that little banter beforehand. Right, but right. yeah, uh, is true. Jet still back there? I don't know where Jet went. Do we need to press his face? No. <laughs> <laughs> where the well, astronauts wanna, hang you out? You start? Oh, as far go, as yeah, influences go, yeah. go, shit, man. I mean, anywhere from black metal to bluegrass. Like I listen to it all. If it if it if it catches my attention and if it's got soul and you can you can feel that emotion in it, then I guess I like it, you know? And I'm always looking for recommendations too, because sometimes I'll just totally space and just listen to the same shit over and over again. And I try not to do that. I'll give you one right now. Paradise Refined. They're from Kentucky. I think I might've heard of that. That sounds familiar. Knoxville, Tennessee. Knoxville, Kentucky. Maybe I'm thinking of Paradise Lost. On their fucking Tennessee. Because this is what happens. We we blank when we're on the spot. (laughs) But yeah, Paradise Refined, I just, uh, if, if you're curious, I, I interviewed them. I found them literally just on Facebook and listened to their music, and it's some sexiness. Okay. But anyway, anyway. Oh, man. Kind of like, I, my music taste isn't everything, but if I got to really say anything, I'm, I'm a punk rock kid playing in a metal band. He's like, Limp Biscuit or die. <laughs> nah, dude. Crossfade. <laughs> right. Looking back at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm gonna go on the motherfucking hey uh Taylor, Josh, Jared, fuck y'all, okay? Crossfade, <laughs> cross man, I can't I never believe. meant to be so he's, cold. he's trying to press he's trying I'm to press, to press it on us cover, to cover dude. that song, to, which yeah. I'm not opposed. I dude. can't sing for shit, but I will help you make this happen. <laughs> you just <laughs> add a little bit more sludge to that guitar. It's yeah. hard. That song. Yeah, we're gonna go add some screams hard. in there. Where, I just want to do the Dude, solo. Young, okay. What I really meant to say. I mean, yeah. Sorry for the way. He said, "My yeah. brother says he can't sing." Yeah, he said That's singing sing. right there, bro. Yeah. That's he pretty did, good. He did it with like a that Mitch Hetfield voice. That was like, on yeah. Hitch. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, let's go. Like, <laughs> I will purposefully learn how to sing to the point where you can mix it and it comes out. Yeah, okay, yeah, that'll fly. <laughs> 
But there was a bit, there's a band. And the reason I say this, this comes up is I always get shit on. Cause I'm like, you know, pod dad, you know, like I said, like, but crossfade was in my fucking rotation still is. But the last show that I threw was, uh, with fire from the gods. And then they brought a band called young mosh. If you go and check out like young as in Y U N G U N G. I figured. Yep. If you go check out the vocalist's Instagram page, he just did a like metal remix of Crossfade. Damn it. No, not, not to the point. Like, I don't think, I think he just did. Oh, like I saw section. it the other day. I yeah, saw he has, that. like the big ball microphone. Yeah. And he's like, me, me, me. Okay, here we go. And I was just like, I saw that on a fucking uh, Instagram I, reel. I, I instantly yes. sent it to Taylor and Josh and Jared because they always shit on me about. Liking crossfade. Well, fuck you, Josh and Taylor. Crossfade. Yeah. Crossfade. Well, crossfade better than Metallica. Anyway, Dude, um, are they better? Yeah, are they I'm better than that Nickelback? Right now, that's my own popular opinion. <laughs> are they better than Nickelback? Did this guy just did, doesn't even like Metallica, which is uh, is blasphemous. Nah, dude, I like I like Fuel. That's yeah. a good song. No, the band. Oh no. Oh. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, the song. Okay, yeah, the song. <laughs> give me fuel. Give me fire. Give me that. that, that. <laughs> okay. But no, I'm just a punk rock kid playing in a metal band, dude. dude I like my favorite bands so are much, No Effects. Like, and it's kind of pop uh, punk. Bad Religion. You Ooh. you call him my punk rock pop punk <laughs> one more fucking time, and you and I are going to go out dude, there. Dude, he, he loves Mast Intruder. That's like dude, so Mast that's Intruder's pop fucking punk, sick, you know? dude. No, they're bubblegum punk. It's all a bunch of stuff with catchy melodies. You know, like. bubble, <laughs> I'm sorry, bubble. That's a new one. Bubblegum bubble punk. Pop? Yeah. Just like very up. Beat? Yeah, it's upbeat. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I figured that name would, you'd take that a lot worse than pop punk, I guess. Well, when you say pop punk, it's like you're trying to say He's that. He's just trying to instigate punk. it. He is trying to instigate yeah, something. I'm trying, and to, I'm and trying to get you to put some like, money oh, in the swear jar, bro. It's, it's, <laughs> not, it's, not, it's not actually punk, dude. Like, okay, so if you, you can't put punk in a box like that, dude. If you here we go, if, here we're we gonna go. have we're gonna have the angel. If the, if the mentality is there, uh, the DIY is there. And the headspace is all there. Uh, that's the same thing as fucking mental. I told you I was going to say something stupid. <laughs> no, uh, didn't nobody notice? Anyway, Aaron. It's punk rock. So, Back to yeah, you, Aaron. My, he likes punk, punk rock in 90s country. Yes. Perfect. Basically, if it has a catchy melody, this dude's singing I actually it. don't even listen to metal. Fuck metal. Damn. I'm just kidding. I Jesus Christ, dude. Oh, all right. I'm triggered. Well, I have like ADHD real bad, so I like really complex melodic music. I don't like simple music. I like that's it, where me and Aaron see eye to eye a lot. Yeah, like it, it either needs to be complex in the guitar work, complex in the composure of of the song, or complex in the production work. Like, give something. me an example for complex uh, guitar work. Complex guitar work. Well, I mean, like I really dig Napoleon. I really dig uh, Carl era Misery Signals. Uh, the okay. contortionist is what I'm balls deep about right now. Okay. But, um, you know, stuff like that, like, and like the contortionists, as far as them, especially their newer stuff, it's not super complex, like guitar wise, but it's it, a like, little more the, laid the back production, no, the production and just the depth of what every musician is doing, mm -hmm. oh, man, wet dream. Oh yeah. There's, there's a lot that, I mean, once bands hit a certain level, they, they're just, then they're like, okay. Yeah. We're really going to make but, this like, fucking hit. Honestly, like, I don't really like breakdowns. I like breakdowns if they're so complex, they're almost not a breakdown, but I don't really like breakdowns. So, more like almost, so more in like 
like progressive breakdowns. Progressive breakdowns where, breakdown, like, where it's yeah. like yeah, like so there's a band called Framing Skeletons, one of my favorite new Texas bands, nice. and they are that would be right up your alley, I think, because I did because I told him it was like it's not the typical you know verse chorus verse chorus bridge you know yeah. it's it's this verse something not a chorus oh we're switching gears you know and then and but yeah like I, it's like i'd be waiting for a breakdown but there's no breakdown no yeah i mean we definitely utilize some but we tried to make sure that they were like they weren't so crazy that you know they couldn't be followed, but at the same time they weren't just the. We're not don't sit sitting down here down. trying to do my sugar breakdowns, yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. mostly because I, I'm not yet capable to do shit that cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if when I'm able to, if we'll and when there. I'm able to, you we'll know. But yeah, advanced and melodic. That's me. Nice. Okay. And last up, I, I don't know. what did the drummer get into? I uh, what I listen to is like a lot of rap. I, I love like a lot of different hip hop and rap and but like what I what I was influenced whenever we were making the album is uh a lot of like misery signal stuff because okay. I had never I had never really listened to that before these guys I had never really checked them out or anything I was I was up on Metallica Slayer and and Pantera all that Iron all that Maiden. old stuff Iron Maiden stuff Hell like yeah. that yeah old 80s bands shredding and and rocking out that way um, but you know, I met these guys and they're like, "Oh, have you heard these guys?" I'm like, no. What about these guys? No. Okay. You're like well, just, send just me a opening demo. up another door. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just a lot of different stuff. I, I try to listen to math. it all. He likes math a lot. Like some math rock. Uh, a lot of difference. Yeah. I mean, oh, I was just talking about math and. Oh, just math. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate math, but uh, for that, I mean, I like Car Bomb a lot. Uh, yeah, I've heard. Uh, I've definitely heard that more than twice. That Car Bomb is a insane band. Yeah, it's just this, like, oh, oh, that okay. Kind I of, like this. kind of reinventing the wheel as far as guitar playing goes. You know, it's just so fresh and all those different. Just what I, I don't, I don't know the dude's name. I don't know the guitarist's name. It's okay, but uh, but he's such a badass in the pedals he's using, and it's kind of a simple setup. But holy shit, how him and the drummer man can just understand one another fucking freaks me out, honestly. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. it just goes back to I think that just goes back to you know the fact that they've been doing it for so long that it it just it's almost like intuition. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Like when you like when you make a mistake on stage, you guys have played together so much that you know if this then that or you know oh is that what bands normally do because we just blame spivey oh, okay <laughs> yeah, i'll take it I'll take are you the, the fall blame. guy i'll take it the, i'll take oh, it he's the always the fall guy because it's asshole, always his fault dude. yeah, yeah. so guy. are you so I, I guess so you're like are you like the band dad no i should okay. i uh, should don't, step don't, up don't and swell his head. <laughs> do not swell his head no 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 he actually did go to get milk at some point i went for cigarettes dude and i never came back Shows up once every now and again to say hello, pays child support. And, uh, hey, buddy, bring him a dues. bring him a cool Christmas gift. Yeah. <laughs> He's like he went to the that store you bought at the dollar store, <laughs> right? And he never came back. God damn, that's oh the fact that, hey, Ryan, that this is Spivey. Yeah, <laughs> it just I not not that that's what happens out here in Burn It, but it, it's like it just has this like from where I'm from. This, this is where I'm from. <laughs> I mean, yeah. not the studio, but yeah. the country living, 
the the corner store gas station. Uh, so it's almost just like home then. Kind the, of like the... literally burn it. If you know, when we first moved here over a decade ago, we picked Georgetown. So, and the reason that we moved out here was for my oldest daughter, who actually uh, today she turns nineteen. Oh, happy shout out. Dang, happy, happy birthday! birthday. Well, shout out to Paige. Happy birthday, Paige! And uh, she... I'm sorry I did that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome, dude. <laughs> she um. She moved. She she came out here with with her her mom and 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 her stepdad, and that's the whole reason why I'm even in Texas. And there was even this kind of like deciding factor of like, okay, when she turns eighteen, I'm technically. I mean, I could have moved away. I didn't have to move to Texas. Yeah. But I gotta say, like, I I definitely am glad that I moved here. Because I mean, we're pretty glad you moved here too. If that helps. Yeah. I, dude. No, dude. I I have never because we don't have any family here either. I mean, technically, I have an uncle and an aunt that live in uh, Houston, like Spring, Texas, but we never go see them. It's like it's not that type of family relationship. Yeah, even it's not, though it's I not know Thanksgiving dinner family. It, it's Christmas. You know? Yeah, that's it. If we if we do anything, it's Christmas. But it's literally just me, my wife, my kid uh, Parker, and then my oldest daughter, um, who's you know an adult now, doing her own thing. So we were like, when she turns eighteen, what do we do? Do we leave? Do we stay? We're like, oh, let's just see what happens. And I mean, now from doing this podcast, um, going into my 10th year now, like this, like y'all are my family, you know? So having, having 10 years to come man. out, yeah. Having to come out to the middle of no, not middle of nowhere, but I mean, yeah. off the beaten path, like yeah. driving down that dirt road, I fucking hated it, but I also loved it at the same time. There are more potholes in that road oh dude that road's probably the worst fucking road and burn it honestly so it's but just like going over it slowing down moving to the left moving to the right brings back some memories kind of of flashback to you know just traveling around roads in north carolina like getting to my buddy's house or exactly you know what i mean so that i think it's i think it's really cool that not only do you guys have you know a, a deep history for for being together as a band but also the the history of of you know bands that came from or members of burn it and like i had no idea that burn it had so many cool bands to come out of or you know what i mean like yeah it's just one of the things you never think of because it's like <laughs> burn it Texas. Burn it. well and it kind of you know like like we were talking about how when we were in high school you had all these bands coming from austin and stuff like i i wish so badly that that would have kept up you know like we would have maintained that mentality because i feel like you know being at that age in high school just being so impressionable you see somebody else doing it it makes you want to get up and do it and you can kind of muster up the courage to get in the garage with a couple of your buddies and start sucking it up until you sound good and and then go out and play a show you know it would be cool to kind of try and and do that again but you know it'd be a little tougher Back then, everybody was kind of still in school. And yeah, everybody's moved and has family. Like, like I, f- no- I feel like we're too old to appeal to. Yeah, we, we we can't go. I don't think it'd be. I don't know. It'd be a good. Like, it would look bad thing. if we were like, "Hey, kids!" But you, but you know that show. there there are these kids out here, you know, in in smaller towns like this who who play guitar in their bedroom and probably wish that they could go and be in a band, you know. That, so that, I'm I, so that's kind of where I was, I, in my thought process was. Do you think there's a way that we could try to get a show together somewhere locally here and that would 
kind of appeal there, to the younger crowd? So there are a couple options, and we just haven't tried because, honestly, even here, I'm not sure what kind of draw we would have. Right. Like I said, a lot of our friends have either moved off, you know, for their careers or, you know, there's just we don't have as many close, tight friends as we used to have in the yeah. area. So I don't know how that would do, but there are there there are a couple options. Like there's a couple really great venues in Marble Falls. There's actually one in Kingsland, though parking is kind of iffy on it. Yeah. But uh, you know, we just haven't really, you know, right. The whole our focus for the last little bit was getting this album finished so that you know, a it'll help us get booked in the futures because we actually have an album now. We don't have just a couple, you know, half songs and singles. Lyrics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, we have we have something and I bl- I believe we're going to start pushing the album really hard once we start. I, I, this is just me spitballing here. You should be pushing it now. Yeah, we're pushing it well, now. That's what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, by uh, the time this will be out, to, you know, next year. Once uh, we're able to. Uh, <laughs> listen to the goddamn album. <laughs> once we're able to actually start, you know, getting our shows back and start, you know, scheduling stuff to that. That's when we can actually push it. Because right now it's just like, hey, we got an album, but we, you know, we don't we, we didn't have a release show. Uh, you know, scheduled right you now. Yeah, let's put one together. Uh, we, 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 we were wanting one. to. Uh, well, we were, but we wanted Connie Sword Never Rest. Never Rest just got back from tour. Connie yes. Sword's going on, on tour. tour. Actually, yeah. they're on tour now. Yeah, yeah. They'll, be, they'll be gone for a month. You know, maximum and, over white. Yeah. So we, by the way, if 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 you're in town and you see Conning Sore and Steak Sauce Mustache coming to a town near you, yeah, dude, go check them out. Go put, check that shit out. You will not be disappointed. Isn't the Motion Mosaic with the them? Motion Mosaic is they're, with they're going to be on the latter half of the yeah, tour they, they're, later they're gonna, dates. I'm actually going to go see them on the 28th in Fort Worth. You've been digging them, man. They're badass. You going well, to Fort Worth? I'm going, I'm going to Fort Worth, and I'm going to go, to go see the last, yeah, last leg of the last, tour. One of the last legs, dude. Of the tour. I, I would birthday, love to hop along with you. I don't really have any plans, so oh, it's, it's your like, birthday. Yeah, on the 28th, so I want to go check out. You know, my buddies. What day is it? Is it on a weekend? I think, dude. I would like to roll it? with you, man, if that's cool. If you have an extra seat. Aaron's like, fuck, I really didn't want you. Or, yeah, sure. Or no, are y'all like getting a place and staying or anything? No, I think, it, well, it was yeah, originally yeah. in Dallas when they first wheel. posted yeah. it. And we were going to get like a, me and my girlfriend were going to get like a motel right. and stuff. Okay, yeah, so never there, mind. But, <laughs> never mind on that. Um, Fort Worth you isn't that You don't want to hear those away, so. noises. That music. <laughs> Macaroni noises. Aaron, get off of me. You're heavy. <laughs> That's never actually <laughs> good. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. That's oh, Jed, I almost ruined your mic, dude. <laughs> it was almost Medela time for the mic. Please don't kill me for that. Aaron's not even drinking right now. Oh my like, God, dude. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, yeah, we want to we want to go see the homies and you know show some support. I haven't I haven't actually got to see Conning Sore play since we played with them in January of last year. It's just that that is that the the whole fucking crew in Conning Sore is just there's nothing but love for those guys. Oh yeah, all of us, man. I mean, Josh and Andy. Paul, it's just I like I want to play with Never Rest more yeah, too. Uh, We've only got to play with them once, and it was. So I'll tell much you this: fun. There, there's like there's like this click that I see just shows up a lot, and it typically involves the Vinus, uh, Conning Sore, Never Rest, Slow Pulse. Uh, I would say that you guys fall in that category. It's if one is gonna play, at least another or two yeah. will jump on that bill. Yeah. 
and well, I, I think we were definitely there us, like before we kind of took our break to get this album out yeah so we're trying to get back yeah to, I, yeah because uh, i was about to say man i haven't been to yeah, a we fucking have, we haven't been able to go play in way too long and never rest like those names that i just listed it's almost weekly that I see a new flyer. Yeah. Well, and and doing... I want to throw a couple oh, more. Oh, yeah, names man. They're hardworking yeah. dudes. Kind of us, but like Release the Captive, they really oh, helped us. Oh, yeah. Last Release year. the Captive. Uh, yes. They, I think they got us like two or three shows last yeah. year. And so we we like those guys a lot. They were good. really cool. Estriction. Estriction. Oh, Estriction. Yeah. Uh, familiar with Failure. Familiar with Failure. Yeah. Yep. And Man, there's a whole list. High cost of playing. High good. cost of playing. Oh my! God. I would yes. love to play with them. I, I would yeah. absolutely love Honestly, to play with them. They're listening. Play. Like bat lips. Oh my god, bat lips. They rip. I, I, so that's the that's this is the coolest thing is of the, all the names we just talked to. Half of them I haven't even interviewed. Really? Yeah. It's it, like. But and but why? Like I'm sitting here asking myself, like how 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 have I not done this? And that's the fun yeah. of going to shows too. Is like that's that's what I'm most looking forward to. Is like we have those group of bands that we really like to play with. They're so much fun. There's so much talent. Oh yeah, Mothman design. I'm also ready to like Bearer. branch out and play with bands we've never played with before. It only gets so wrecked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't stand up, mother. <laughs> Please don't ask a question. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to make more friends and meet more talented people who create fantastic music. You know, I that's that's kind of that's kind of what I w- the idea was is yeah. to throw same... a show. That's why I do my 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 showcases and come and take. It's like do more of them. Do more of them. But I just like I was trying to book a weekend run this uh this summer and it just like fell apart apparently never play a show in san antonio on a sunday unless there's someone like upon a burning body or you know a a, a massive because nobody will show up no yeah. there's venues that don't even open on sundays yeah because well no that kind of makes sense you know it's like I this, think it's, it's the sabbath day and like you know it, yeah there's <laughs> yeah, like everybody really, wants to rest because they went too hard on saturday on sunday in a bar <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you can sell alcohol on Sunday. I don't, I don't know all the. I don't drink. I'm an alcoholic, so I know. I know, <laughs> I know. I know. From in in North Carolina, you used to not be able to buy it at all on Sundays. I know you can't buy like Tex- beer Texas. Texas just alcohol. loosened up their Sunday laws. Instead of noon, now it's ten a.m. Oh yeah, okay, okay. But yet on Monday, you can buy it at seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like what? Hell yeah, brother! Hell Going yeah! To church drunk, but boy, you better show up to work. Good and ready. That's that's what I'm that's saying. Damn right, just, dude. That's how I get. That's how I get my day started. You gotta, be, you gotta be sober. It's like it's like I I I can't purchase this legal beverage because of a religious indoctrination. I'm like. We could use a whole another hour. Yeah, we'll, probably. We'll, 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 we'll do we'll do we'll do version 2.0 and some other time. Right. Um, but but yeah, we've we've been cruising for a while now. I know yeah. Jess probably like shut the fuck up. Oh, he's in there just laughing. Oh, okay. He's if he's still in there, no, like I said, in space I, bar. I, I, <laughs> I'm not. I'm just gonna out myself. I had to get up and go pee really bad. I think I might have dribbled I got myself. You know, and that's, I think we all got a pee, so maybe we should yeah, just shut the fuck I, up. I walked in there, and he was just sitting there cracking up. <laughs> he was doing that. Essentially, what it comes down to is thank you. You know, thank you for everybody who's jammed our album. You know, we've worked really hard on it. We really appreciate everybody who's taking the time to listen to it. You know, thank you so much to everybody who's helped work on it. Thank from, you, you, Jet. Know, the, Jet, 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 Titan the, uh, Audio. 
Yeah. Uh, everyone who's been involved, Dub never Studios, Rest. Never Rest, Patrick Devaney. I just <laughs> called yeah. him Corner Store. Corner Store. Corner Store. Yeah. Corner Store. Shout out Circle K. That's, that's yeah. a new inside joke. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, legitimately, just everyone who's right. listened or will and, uh, listen in the future. We're gonna future. make a bootleg tea and always right. sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank oh, you, never. Thank oh. you to all oh, wow. guys. Yeah, see, uh, did it. <laughs> you know, thank you to Shred for taking the time to master before he just went on tour as a. Uh, I think like a he's a tech. Tech. He's a tech for the monkeys. B fifty twos. The monkeys. The B- the B- I thought it was the B fifty two. It's one of those two. He's yeah. a guitar tech for those guys. Both We're talking them. about from like back in the day. Yes. 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 Oh, and by and by the way, and the, like the and the monkeys, the, mon- yeah. the, the monkeys, the monkeys, the monkeys, the beehives, the dude. Shredward, beehives. Shredward used to be in the Bright Light Social Hour for a brief stint, I believe. What? Yeah. Yeah. So he he it was. Thank you so much to him for mastering, and then we had a little bit of an issue, and he was able to help us fix it. So thank you for working with us, and thank you, Jet, and thanks for Patrick for building such a wonderful studio for us to come yell and scream at. Yeah. This, and, yeah. this is like. Any Austin bands want to come record yeah, down here? Just we'd love to. We'll, have you out, we'll get you linked up with these guys, or but, just uh, link up with them directly. Don't know. talk to us, actually. Thank you for Jamie. Yeah. Please don't, don't talk to us. Thank you to Jamie. She did such fantastic. Yes, yeah. uh, my girlfriend for... Jamie did our did our artwork for every single that we've released, and and every and the and, album cover, and every album. Really? Yeah. Our, our the, album. the the yeah the yeah. hands holding the, the hands holding. The, there's a there's a second half to it. Okay. Uh, but it's uh we're gonna have to. Put it like front and back when okay. we're able to put it print it. Does does she have Physical like copies. a like a website or a business page or anything? Um, no her her Basically, Instagram is like. How a, do we get her some work? Uh, Pink Al Jamie on Instagram or okay. uh, Vandra Venom is like her art kind okay. of thing. But yeah, thank you to everybody. You know, thank you for coming to you know. Sit yeah, down, thank you, Ryan, with us. And dude, this, yeah, this yeah, is what dude. I love. I mean, this like I said, you know, it's it's not the typical hobby. Like I guess it is these days. Like. There are so many fucking podcasts. Hey, but you were you were there before it was cool, okay? So. I was there when I didn't even know what a podcast was. I I remember asking Chris. He's like, "You want to do a podcast, bro?" Because we went to go see a band. We went to go see Threat Signal. Um, oh, dude! Oh, no shit! Way. Yeah. Oh, dude! Threat Signal's awesome. That's and a fucking name I haven't heard in a minute. Back. I actually have really? a pending. What? I have a pending interview with their lead singer. Ooh, yeah, dude, what? I was jamming Threat Signal like ten years ago, or dude. Something. Yeah, kind of uh, missing Pandora bit, days, yeah. man. Yeah, so like they, so it was them and the head, the, the the touring band was Black Tide, which oh, I, I forgot whoa. they, they were, I didn't know Tide? they were still a band. Yeah, yeah. No, no, this is like this is twenty fourteen. Oh, okay, okay, okay. This is this is when I how the podcast got started okay. was that uh, Chris listened to No Control Radio. Shout out Chuck Lotion. 90, 93.7 HD2, y'all. Wow. Oh, is no control on 93.7 now? 93.7. Okay. Yes. Oh, damn. H- HD2, it plays all the time. It used to be on 101X back when I was. Yeah. And they they switched over. I I, I actually interviewed Chuck. Uh, he'll, he, I don't know if he divulged that in the interview, but uh, th- it used to be 101X. And then now he's on 93.7 with uh, LA Lloyd. And he plays, I think it's uh, Friday, Saturday. God, he's going to shoot me in the face. Um, Saturdays at midnight, or maybe it's Fridays at midnight. Something at midnight, Friday mm-hmm. or Saturday. That's when the actual like show airs, but it's always playing on uh, No Control Radio. Oh hell yeah! Like that. Yeah, I okay. used to turn that thing on all the time. Dude, and they play locals. I, yeah, any, anytime like you can submit. Actually, um, just whatever song you want played on the radio. Just like any any band listening in Texas, if you want your shit played on No Control Radio, I'm not saying that it's 
going to be. Yeah. But I always forward singles to help, you know, help get the word out. Somebody be I actually notes. think I know the restriction. Yeah, actually, I recommend a restriction and they got their, okay. their I'm not saying I am the reason for the reason for yeah. I was just the broker. But he is. Yeah. <laughs> just, just like, <laughs> but I my you know, like like the wristman says, you know, support local music. So it's like I will do anything in my power to help get music into more ear holes just for the simple fact that I know that obviously music is subjective. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, not every music style is for everybody, but for those that do like music like you guys make, I want to make sure that I put forth enough of an effort to get it to those people. So, um Well, we appreciate what you're doing, man. Yeah, dude. I, yeah, I, man. The the, second, the first time I saw what you were doing and what you had to offer, man, as I started following you like right away. And thanks for having I just want to say personally right now, thanks for having us on. Oh, yeah. Um I remember like We've ran into each other a couple times at shows. You and I have never actually personally had too much interaction course, with each other. Yeah, yeah maybe so, not even like officially met. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't say officially either. Um, <laughs> I think the first time I you guys were around was uh, at the Brutal Bazaar. But uh, yeah, the, that, the only person I talked to was uh, Casey, who was helping you out. Oh yeah, that time. Yeah, that's right. Um, but no, nah, man, it's it's. Honestly, a pleasure to actually meet you and have a conversation with you, man. No, it's I like just the one thing that you know when, like you said, when you get off stage, you're a total like, eh, don't talk to me, you know. Like, well, and, 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 and I that, get it. You had the crazy quick loadout times. You got to get all your stuff out of there. It, yeah, you're, you're, you're 15, tired. You actually instead of it's not it's not an actually fit. It's a fifteen minute changeover, but, but it's, it's actually a, a seven and a half minute yeah. teardown. Get the fuck out. Especially um, with an IEM ring. Oh, you're not man, supposed to break tricky. down on stage? No. What? No. Like mentally? Oh, could. Really? <laughs> no, yeah. Cool. We could do a we could do a chariot thing and you can just keep just playing while we shit break. Off. Yeah. No, we can just break down your set while you're still playing. It's already been done. Yeah. yeah. I just said that. Do it again. I was gonna say start the set. Like the chariot. <laughs> I know. I don't want to be like yeah, the yeah, bring them out. Just everything. Yeah, just the set starts with no drums and as it's not slowly in shape comes enough in. to be like the chariot. I would one hundred percent pay to see that. I would pay to see a drum set get brought in while the music Long is live. playing, and then it comes in, and then it goes out. How would you, you know, that's that's another conversation for another day. But no, I, I, I'm I'm happy to 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 come out here and and just, you know, maybe help get the studio a little bit more a little bit more recognition. You know, maybe help him, you know, make a dollar or two. You know, because I know how it is to to I I personally don't know how it is to struggle in the the music scene, but damn it, we're gonna gentrify this studio. You <laughs> <laughs> have to start paying city prices. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, how do you like depression and alcohol? <laughs> but I have, I, I, I can personally say that, you know, the music to me, the music is good. It's got a wide variety built in. You've brought in uh, people that also play music that I like, but people, people that I also know. And that's what I really like about doing these is, yeah, we can talk about the music, but like talking about you as an individual so that people can get to know you more so that, that you don't have those awkward moments after the set. You know, people be yeah. like, hey, man, you know, they'll listen to this and be like, 
Makes total sense why he fucking cold-shouldered me last week. I get it now. <laughs> I fucking get it. If you come to talk to me after the show, talk about music, because I'm boring. Music's where I'm at. Yeah, see, like, exactly. Like, let's say we need to talk to Aaron. I go home and play video games, and that's my life. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, when we're talking about that's music, probably what I'm going to do when I get home today. Yeah, exactly. When we talk about music, it's like, okay, this is something I can really get into, you know? Well, cool. Yeah, I definitely, I what do want to have. Thursday, not so I, much. I do want to have a couple interviews or a couple episodes where it's like, just the drum dudes, just guitars, just vocals, engineers, but but you know, stagger it out to where it's almost like a like a season. Little that'd series. Cool. Yeah. yeah that'd be cool. Little series, yeah. Book it. We're yeah, down. dude, book it. Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll, we'll be do down it here. for it. Book it. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Anytime. Yeah, honestly, if you need any kind of session, Jet will work with you. Yeah. Thanks, Jet. Jet Thank you, Jet. Fantastic. Love you, don't buddy. don't speak for Jet. Ask him first. <laughs> yeah. Let's <laughs> actually get Jet. Hey Jet, can you come in here and speak in one of these microphones and just introduce yourself? Come on, dude. The people hey, have spoken. You worked your magic. Let's yeah, hear you. We're, we're, I was we're done. To get Tell them how much you yeah, yeah. hated the process of recording these delinquents. On <laughs> yeah, it was a long time. <laughs> I, remember, yeah. I remember when we clocked it in at like 30 minutes, Pat was like, yeah, 30 minutes out of three years. <laughs> Great job, guys. Great job. But real quick, Jet, introduce yourself and, and, and what you have here and and how people can get a hold of you and what uh i don't well i don't have anything here pat owns the studio i'm i'm just jet oh that's right i'm just the vibe coordinator oh. um but yeah uh, i'm out us, here buddy. at up um on instagram black hoodie ensemble um, just dropped an album too yeah i did yeah, just sure. drop an album go delicious go look it up wait Bookworms. you have an album yes. i do have an album yeah he's a fantastic What's it called? Music. Black Hoodie it's, Ensemble. Uh, it's, <laughs> the album is called bernard too and it's uh black hoodie ensemble is the band is it on spotify yes yeah yes. it is a delicious album it's so if good you, if you know anything about production work take a deep listen because let me tell you what there is some cool shit that happens on that album there's, there's some there's some noises and stuff it's it's the dual drummers <laughs> man i still geek out about that yeah yeah uh, so go look there and, uh, I don't know. Dup is also on Instagram, although we've, we, uh, when I say we, I mean me is bad at updating the account though. Um, but yeah, we're out here in the middle of burn it. Come find us. Well, dude, thank yes, you sir. very much for, for, you know, being behind the scenes. And this is, like I said, this is the way that I want to conduct interviews is in person with good, like when people are like, Hey, can we do an interview on this and this date? And I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, we'll do it over discord or or google or whatever and then i get them on the line and it's a condenser mic just with two or three people on a couch that's sitting about 10 feet away in a open room like an open living room and i'm just like i just really want to like come through and just like have you ever done an interview before this is going to be absolute shit with three <laughs> people 10 foot away on a condenser mic, crank the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, and I really think that getting, getting musicians in this setting actually is really good too, because it helps, it helps with your brand. It helps with the awareness. And so if it's, if it's professionally done, like if it's pre-produced the way that this is proper mics, proper settings, now, whenever we go to put it in post and release it, A, it's going to be way smoother on whoever's mixing it. And then B, it's going to come through just so sexy. And that's, you know, this is my version of making music. So whenever I put out, like, dude, I've had like my past few interviews have just been 
absolute bangers, according to me, because <laughs> they're so well fucking produced. And like, I got all this, got the templates and I've got everything set up. I mean, Jet gets, he's just like, I know with this guy, he's going to sound like this. I'm going to put this on this and this on this and this on this. And at the end of the day, it's like, I sound like that. He's like, fuck no, but I did that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's what kind of Jet did for me, man. That's I mean, but that's uh, the magic. Don't I mean, you it, laugh like that because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> On this album, Jet was the peanut butter to my jelly the entire time, nice. man. Like nice. I, I knew I knew the direction, you know, kind of the direction we were heading towards, but and I, I've got a pretty decent understanding of like Pro Tools and production and stuff, right. but like I don't quite have the ear that Jet does. So Jet was able yeah, Jet's to really got two ears. I would yeah, yeah. That's fantastic too. And this I'm is glad, one of but... like Jet's few album, few metal albums that he's done, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's produced the Vinus and not... yeah, the Vinus's first record and I did and this. Yeah. And now y'all and, are working. And, now y'all are working on some more Vinus material. But no, um, so thank you, Jet. I mean, the band I've I've had. Fuck, I love doing stuff like you this. don't remember our names. Trevor, <laughs> Jacob, Jake, Aaron. Yeah, there's too many Jacobs uh, in this band. Yeah, uh, I, I do wish Devin could have been here. And Devin, yes, yeah. Devin, we Shout miss you, Devin. buddy. We love oh, you. Hey, he's here in spirit. Will I, another idea that I have is called Stank and Eggs, where it's a metal cooking show. So if he's a chef. Dude. I'm I'm trying to get. Oh my God! Devin, you, you perfect just made for that. Devin so famous. Yeah. <laughs> you just he's he's also an ex chef. Yes. So and, you don't cook anymore. No, I put away my apron, dude. I became a carpenter. Yeah, you and picked I up a, a skill saw. Yeah, I picked up a skill, skill saw. Skill saw for us. The chef, yeah. the chef lies a really hard life for fucking dad. So I, I had, I had to bounce. That's I needed to spend time. Yeah. yeah, for eight years. So the idea is basically, us. I this is this is the premise, and I've said it on multiple episodes. Is you know, typically most of the like really big shows are on Saturday nights because people are usually off of work. Uh, you can run a little bit later, you know, 11, 12, whatever. Yeah. And if you party hard enough, the next day is going to be just a complete, oh, I drank way too much. Or, mm-hmm. Recovery know, mode. But it's a Sunday and there's not shit to do. And I'm going to butter muffins and sing Dead Roots. Exactly. So it's like the idea is this combination of not gourmet level style cooking, but what do, what does the bang over look like? Oh, you know, man, you're, the, good you the second, you're the second person I've ever heard that actually used the word bang over. That's yeah. my first time. Dude, I just want to stick a camera inside a microwave, not actually turn it on, but make it look like it's on and just have you standing there like waiting for a pot pie to finish or something. I have, Me? I yeah. admit I've done that before. I've stuck a camera in a microwave. <laughs> How did that turn out? I need to know. <laughs> I didn't actually turn it on. <laughs> yeah. Man. I'm not. I'm not. I mean. I didn't have fire insurance at the time, so I didn't. Uh, but I did. You got, do you the, got it now. Do, I do now. Well, well, let's go do it. <laughs> Why well, can't burn my house down? God damn it! But yeah, anyway, right. I, I I really want to get this off the ground. I pitched it to a couple other chefs. I mean, it's basically this with a kitchen island and the chef or the cook or whoever, and they just whip something up. We have a couple video cameras and microphone, maybe like some shotguns from top, Dude, if down you top and or whatever. Devin did that because y'all could cook some stuff. That's man. what I'm saying. We talk about, but it just stanking eggs. What's the most stankiest track out there now? We grab it, we sample it, we listen. So it's like, it's a combination of a lot of stuff. It's a cooking show. It's a it's a talk show. It's a podcast. It's, it's a, a listening, it's a listening to music. Sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. Reaction to the- It's an all-inclusive. And then you get to have a meal you know 
Who doesn't, oh, yeah. like, I mean, who doesn't basically, like eating? I'm all for it. It'll end when the plates show up and then the chef or whoever cooked it, it gets to... It ends when I power slide through it. Hey, there you go. Exactly. I'm all for Never it. Never over. Well, let's power slide through the end of this. Uh, yeah. Any, Sound any fi- Where can everybody get a hold of you? The ats? Uh, My number is... Fi- no. <laughs> <laughs> My credit card info <laughs> yeah. is... Uh, but how can... How can people get a hold of you, and how and where can they support you? I think just it's, message us on Instagram. Yeah, Sozora Facebook. Music on yeah. Instagram. Uh, Facebook. S-O-Z-O-R-A. S-O-Z-O-R-A. Yes. We, have a, we have an email. Uh, I don't check it that often, but we do have one. It's SozoraBandTX at Outlook.com. SozoraBandTX is at Outlook. I still have one. I do too. Hotmail's like the burner account. But, yeah. I'm glad somebody we it. might yeah. be selling drugs via the yeah. internet. <laughs> Silk Road. Silk Road what's up? It's how we paid for this album. Yeah. Actually, uh, yeah. It's how we paid for that's our why drugs. He, that's why he just hung up the apron. Walter. Yeah. Walter. Yeah. yeah, when I said I was a chef, I didn't say what I was cooking. Uh, you guys forgot to mention our OnlyFans. We, uh, yeah. oh, shut up, dude. Wait, that this is true? No. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Only I mean, slightly. Slightly, slightly true. I, I, I feel show, like there's another I, story I did here. show my b-hole. We'll, we'll, yeah, I showed oh. my b-hole for about... You showed the rusty sheriff patch to somebody? Yes, I did. I have before. See, I was just kidding about our like, band's only fans. And you almost. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm not shy. We made it. it. I will show we made it, it to the world, See? dude. We made it. Jacob's butthole is on the internet somewhere, but you have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You please support our album by looking like, at Jacob's butthole. <laughs> like, please. You don't have to pay for the music, but you gotta pay for the brown. <laughs> exactly. If you really listen to the stank. That's where you'll you find pay it. The troll <laughs> to get in this boy's hole. Your butthole will just be like the cover of Stankin' Eggs. <laughs> that's that is it. fine. Just, uh, maybe little, some eggs little, around the steak. I, oh, I didn't no. realize it until you like until I started doing this that there's there's a little mole right there right on the side of my anus ring. Now wait wait. It was so civil. That's what I yeah, it my was. Ring. My butthole ring. Oh, I thought it's you were so nice. piercing. It's so nice oh, and easy. Oh. Jesus Christ. Ow. That would, how would you want? Anyway, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> we're, okay. yeah, we're going off track now. All right. Thanks, guys. This is exactly where I yeah. wanted to end this on buttholes. <laughs> on my butthole. <laughs> All right. See you guys later. Bye, guys. <laughs> you almost made it. <laughs> I wouldn't be recalling you out, man. Oh, I, I, I want you to. I'm